In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors, Soifangji and Maikaze's square off ends with Soifangji pushing her sister's last breath out of her chest with a heel spike. Saul and Abel help clean house of Maikaze's remaining entourage, and Saul makes doubly sure she is dead with a double tap to the Phoenix chip. Abel almost gets accosted by a cyber psychotic Soifangji, and the gang have to carry their unconscious netrunner out of the house of Blue Lotus Petals. Also, Oslo has a fucking crew. You're standing outside of the, um, of the club. You have just uh, iced some folks, and uh, Soifangji is unconscious. Um, and you have just watched Oslo and his new crew uh, roll out. How the f- how the fuck did that guy get a goddamn crew? I just don't understand how they're more poor together than we are. Like, I thought at least if after us, it would be a downgrade for him, but I think he upgraded in this situation. Yeah, he, he also looks like, I don't, I don't know if you saw it, but like, he looks like more just put together in, in general, too. Like, I don't know, are we, are we like the Cedar team? Like, do people come to us? Like the good luck truck of the, of the, of the Yeah, like they come to us and they get fucked up and then the, you know, we're like the bad, we're the rebound. I'm just going to look over at Candor and be like, that's good news for you, I guess. Yeah, that means that I only have up to go from here. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah. Do I have to lose my hands, though? Um, maybe. I'm ra- rather partial to them. I don't know, but maybe don't get connected to your feet, you know, more than, than you already are. Huh. She kind of looks looks down and a little scared. That, that was a joke. It was totally. I don't, I don't. A joke. 
for these these really somber. No, Abel, I actually don't know. I think like maybe there's some like cosmic weird connection where like if you're part of our crew, it costs like an arm and a leg or some shit to get better. Like remember that that dude that we stole a leg from? Oh my god, he's probably like a billionaire now. Um, and Candor's like, oh, 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 his name was Stanley Finnan. Uh, let me look him up. Oh, he's dead. Oh, maybe we maybe we were supposed to take his arm too. Okay, so so only one out of two. I mean, fifty percent still not that bad. You know, I. That's better than most pro there ballers. There you go. All right. Uh, you want to help me get Sawyer in the back seat? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hopefully they don't come. Kind like wake back up. Yeah. Let's 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 shoulder them into the back. <sighs> Candor's like shotgun. Ah, uh, oh, fuck. Okay, that's fine. I'd rather Soy go ape shit on me if they wake up than attack Candor anyway. Candor, after we get loaded up into the car, I'm just gonna ask that what's um what's going on here? I mean, I know kind of how to handle normal breaks, but I don't know how to handle this with Sufungi. What the fuck happened to her? Um, yeah, so cyberpsychosis is a little tricky. Um, it's not so much that she's a different person, but there's just something in her that's shut off where, like, she would normally kind of view us as friends and allies. Now she kind of sees everyone as a potential threat it's 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 a lot of paranoia um she's gonna have like mood swings and uh human empathies like right out the window um what are we get where are we gonna take her this is kind of this is kind of like really taboo i mean people are supposed to report cyber psychosis outbreaks what is it contagious it's it's not contagious but she's incredibly volatile and and potentially dangerous now um these are the kind of things that like the like the pcp has like a special division of the people that that are tricked out in cyberware to to combat individuals like soifangji yeah but i mean if you haven't noticed pcp's kind of like gone Saul says he like tries to start the car up. Well, they're gone from this district, sure. I, I well, they're gone from the South Wharf, actually. I sincerely doubt how strong they may be, considering the South Wharf was kind of like their base of operations, I guess. But I, I don't know. Should we, should we take her to like um, what, what's her boyfriend's name? Amir, the Ripper guy. I don't know how much. We can trust a ripper. I mean, if you guys think he's on the level, uh, you could, I suppose. No, I think, I 100% think that if we take her to, what is it, Amir? That he'll just scrap her for parts and, and possibly kill us. Oh, that's dark. Um, but not unforeseen. Should we, like, you think we should just take her back to Dr. White? I mean, he's the dude that did all, like, the 
chopping and inserting, right? Like, isn't he the one who installed all this shit on her? Yeah, and I mean, he doesn't really have any choice but to help us. Yeah, that's true. There's nobody for him to report to. Alright. Kind of, is there not, like, a hard reboot? I don't know. Maybe that's insensitive to ask about. <laughs> but just the, go back to the last saved data? I don't know. Most most people who don't succumb to cyberpsychosis um, go through lobotomies. Well, I mean, I don't think we really need to go through lobotomies because we got something better. And it's all kind of like tap the, the hunk of metal on the or the chip on the back of his neck. Like, she goes, what are you talking about? You don't have to worry about it, but, um, Abel, you think that, like, Dr. White be able to reboot her from there? I mean, it's... I don't know, Saul, you'd know as well. Actually, you'd know better than me. Why don't you ask your ghost girlfriend? Oh, that's true. Hey, Claw... I'm sorry. Um... Phoebe, do you remember anything about doing surgeries and stuff? She says, I, it's, my kind of medical knowledge is coming back to me in little short waves, but I, I, I do remember, I remember the chips, I remember coming up with the technology. Do you think that they would be technology? technologically sound enough to restore somebody's brain from like cyberpsychosis if it's not the root cause what if it is the root cause well you wouldn't have heard her say that Saul's putting on a voice and saying everything that she says <laughs> okay <laughs> he's to the point and candor is very confused yes well, this is all while we're driving too I'm just gonna look at candor and just like just assume that we're all extremely fucked up. If you haven't done that already. She goes, okay, um, are all three of you going to start behaving this way? Because I, I don't I don't really want to be around that. I mean, I don't have any ghosts in my head, but yeah. I don't know. It's also only a Tuesday, so. Yeah, but, okay, I will give you 33% of this team, not including yourself, um, Candor. But the, of the three of us, Abel's definitely the most sane. I think I'm like a close second most of the time. And so I find she's pretty sane most of the time, too. We just got to make sure that she's not like going crazy because of this stuff. Um, but I have, uh, I, I don't know, for lack of a better term, like a ghost of a lady doctor who um did some brain research so like Saul's kind of like looking at um Claudia slash Phoebe as he says this stuff like with a question in his eyes like uh I'm not trying to mince it but I kind of am but I'm not I'm not 100% sure and she might be able to help out with our cyberpsychosis issue that's one of the reasons why we're trying to get back into Sahara, honestly, is because there's some technology that we're connected to, and we want to, you know, get in touch with it. Kander's going to sit there in silence for a second and then say, 
Wait, you have a cyber ghost in your head? Yeah, crazy shit, isn't it? Uh, and then she's kind of kind of turn turn to uh, Abel and like put a hand over her mouth so that Saul can't see her what she's saying and say, "Wait, do we believe this?" Um, kind of, but also not because Dr. White kind of confirmed her existence. So, unless we're all in the same weird fever dream. She says, okay, I guess I'm internalizing that. Um, just compartmentalize just it. It's it, okay. Just going just gonna to make a, a new file in my brain called everyone that I know and care about is uh, mentally unstable slash has dead chicks in them. Um, and you have a boyfriend we're going right? to. What? Didn't you have a boyfriend for some time? Or maybe not a boyfriend, but I thought you had had a person, at least. Who are you fucking in my apartment? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't really count him. He was just probably some... not crazy. So at least you have one. Well, if I'm going to be honest, the only other person that I have in my life is Smoke, and uh, he's kind of not around anymore, thanks to Sahara. Well, let's try not to lose this one, and I'm just gonna. Head nod at Sufuji. You guys pull up in front. Uh, there's a couple of um, Donati's uh, people kind of standing guard. Uh, they've they've taken to wearing some of like the off-duty cop clothes. Um, so like just not the full uniform, but like their exercise wear, uh, just to kind of, I don't know, blend in, in the neighborhood. Everyone knows that they're Donati's and everyone knows that the Donati's took the PCP, uh, police department. But, you know, if you're just passing, if you're just passing through or, or something, you maybe not, won't look twice, uh, at these people standing here looking like cops and they just kind of see you guys approach and, uh, nod you in. And when you when you enter, you see uh, Holm is kind of uh, walking through, uh, inspect you know, just kind of like keeping keeping an eye on his troops and um, checking in on people. Uh, and he'll he'll walk in up and see you guys and say, "Oh, you guys are back. Um, what uh what happened here?" Uh, just uh, maybe so like think... concussion. Hmm. Better get that checked out. Yeah. I had a. I had a cousin. I had a cousin once. Yeah, I think it's their third. Isn't like concussions like a three strike you're out situation? Either way, definitely should. Yeah, Doctor White, you got you got him. Um, I'm just gonna go point yeah. and look at Saul. Yeah, we got him set. We got him set up upstairs. Uh, the old uh, psych professor's office or something. There you go. That, anyway, perfect. You guys, you guys doing anything a little bit? Uh, other than. Dropping off soy, we were figuring it would be time to go get those, uh, that heavy, you know, heavy firepower. I was thinking the same thing. I got a team that's, uh, ready to go, so when you guys are done here, we can head out. Okay. Um, just quick heads up. Do you know how active it is right now? How active the depot is? Considering that, you know, from what I've heard, Militech is trying to kind of fly low right now 
Like, what do you expect um, personnel-wise when we get over there? I expect the building to be fully automated. Uh, based on based on pe- previous visits and kind of our surveillance of this of the situation, I haven't seen a single live employee walk in or out of that building in a week. Okay. All right. I'll uh, make sure we plan accordingly then, I guess. I don't really know if I have enough time to make any micro EMPs, but... Just have your credentials on you. Yeah, and, we should uh, be fine. That, that award-winning gun salesman smile. Oh, always. You won awards? Yeah, back in... In fact, uh, yeah. What, is it like a silver bullet? Uh... <laughs> I get it. It's funny. No, like I actually won awards for like you know employee of the month and shit like that. Like I I sold lots of weaponry to individuals who may not really have deserved said weaponry, but had the money for it. Thought that was your motto. Yeah, you know, I find like the longer I do this, maybe it's not that great to destabilize you know local communities. For a you remember how I've been telling you that for a while? You know, there's a first time for everything, you know? Don't you know? So it's, it's definitely me listening. So there. And it won't be the fucking last, but yeah, hey, it works. Even I can talk to a brick wall sometimes. Yep, and that's exactly me. Uh, a, a dense brick wall who has no emotions or feelings or thoughts. You guys are... uh this is weird. Oh, this is, I'm going to walk away because it's, it's weird. It's normal banter. Oh, we do this shit like every other day. Yeah, he's a little bitch. It's fun. Oh, fuck you too. <laughs> so I assume we just, you know, kind of lug Swayfine G into the elevator. Yep. You can do that. And uh, yeah, you'll make your way um, to the third floor where the um, the on onboard psychologist's office was. And, uh, yeah, Dr. White is in there and he has like, he's like elbow deep in a, a large bomb. Whoa, that's some sick shit. What are you working with, Doc? Oh, just something that, uh, you know, the, the, the boys are wanting me to whip up for, you know, their ongoing war against the police and the corporations, uh, just a... You know your your standard issue uh, low grade uh, nuke with uh, uh, offensive anti electronics technology. I'll trade you a busted up soy fungi if you let me play around in the guts of that thing. Oh my goodness! What happened? What happened to her? Uh, this is becoming quite a a regular thing. You're not going to kidnap me again, are you? I uh, know. No, no need. I mean, like I thought we were trying to you know, keep you safe last time. I mean, try it. Too. I just remember my apartment and burrito maker getting severely damaged. Uh, we could, there's probably a burrito maker down in the cafeteria. If, you know, the cafeteria wasn't obliterated during the, the <clears throat> taking of it, I guess. Um, yeah, you'll be fine. Totally fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. You don't, I mean, and that, that apartment was compromised anyway. Like that dude, Dude guy came over and tried to kill all of us. Yourself included, so. Yes, I, I do appreciate it. I, I'm just giving you uh, what what we in the biz called a good-natured jibbing. What, uh, what, did, what did you just say? I, I don't understand either. A jibbing. Uh, a real, a real, a real Russell, Russell Ballou. 
if you will. Oh, are you trying to give me shit? This makes me a little uncomfortable, Doctor. Apologies. So, Sufangji, um, what 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 happened here? Um, well, she was fighting her sister, who she's kind of had like a family blood feud with, and she eventually like completely and utterly butchered her sister in a very violent and bloody way. And then she was looking for some data on something and her brain went all like, you know, shooting lightning and stuff. And then she tried to, you know, kind of kill Abel. Um, and then she collapsed. And uh, Kander over here says that it's like cyber or something. Oh, oh my. Uh, well, uh, get her, get, get her onto my hilarious... Uh, therapy ch- therapy bench, and we'll see what's we'll see what's going on. Oh, first, why is it do you want me, Well, do you want me to move that uranium? Because it's like right in the middle of the. Eh, whatever. It's just a hot rock. Uh, uh, yeah, you could set you can set it next to that next to that desk plant. It's fine. Um. Okay. And then splop. Kill two birds with one stone. One of the the plant. You want to kill the plant? No, I want to turn it into a super murder plant. I don't think plutonium works that way, Doc. I think that I'm the one with the science degree. I mean, you're you're not wrong. But don't you have a science degree, James? I. Oh shit! That oh fuck! I do. Oh god! I probably have student fucking debts. Oh no! But Saul doesn't. That's yeah. Actually, I could have the best of both worlds. For all you know, James made up the identity of Saul to get out of student debt. That's the real, like, that's the real kicker. It's that we, we solve everything, all the mysteries are solved, and it's just like, yeah, no, this is just a false identity to get out of student debts. Dope. But it was like, it was like a lot of debt. That's eh, fine. Who needs it? You can just keep on making up fake names. Yeah, I mean, he'll he'll start to he'll start to look at Sufangji, um, and he he says. Uh, yes, this seems serious. Um, I I would agree with the the young one about cyberpsychosis. Uh, looks like she's in the later stages, and it doesn't look good for her chances of survival. So, I was talking to Phoebe in the car about this all, and um, do you think there's a chance that we could like? put her back to factory settings per se if we were to like you know have some way to work with the ipche i i don't want to i don't want to sound bleak but uh the chip is the cause it's it's the reason why her cyberpsychosis was triggered in the first place her her normal body did not have enough implants to be to, to cause such an advanced case of, of cyberpsychosis. This is... If she doesn't get the chip out of her body, she will die. Okay, well, we're definitely working to get that done as fast as possible. Um, Quick question. What the fuck does that mean for, you know, me and Abel? Could we, like, snap at any time like this, too? Uh, well, I, I could put you under and uh, send you through a series of um, severely painful brain scans. Um, I, I think that... Why is it spicy? 
in all likelihood, given the fact that you are not, neither of you are as equipped uh, with the cyberware as, as she is, uh, it's unlikely that you'll develop this, this advanced case as, as she has. But uh, you're, there's certainly a risk. These are, you know, prototype models, after all. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I, okay, you know what? Abel, this is a lot to think about. You want to just go get some guns? Are we just going to let Dr. White fuck around with Super Energy's brain for a little bit? I think we need to make a clear decision. Yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, I think we should go get the guns, and then when we get back, hopefully Soy Fungi will be a bit better, and we can just go, you know, just go to the Sahara. Wait, Saul, I'm just confused. Dr. White's told us that it's not... It, things don't look too great, so we might not come back, and there will be a Soy Fungi to come back to. I, I don't... Well, okay. That's, uh, that's why I'm saying... We, we need to figure out what's going on now with her before we walk away, because this might be... Well, uh, what are you, you going to do, Doc? Yeah. Well, this is somewhat outside of my field. I, I'm an engineer. Um, I, have a me- I have a medical degree, but it's it was Phoebe that was always the, the genius when it came to brain work. Um, uh, Saul, she is here in the room, yes? My daughter? Yeah, she's she's hanging around. She's like, you know, right, I guess south of center, just hanging over my shoulder. Do you think, can you ask her, um, do you think that there is a way that this is, uh, that I can, I can slow its progression? Maybe give her some more time? Uh, Phoebe, you think that? would work do you think you know there's a good way for this stuff to slow down oh could you possess me and give me like the ability to like i don't know do the right stuff she's she says i i don't have that ability we've saw we've tried everything already um i don't know what my limitations are in this form but i i know that i've been we we tested it before and and I disappeared um and went back to the darkness and I and I don't want to do that again so you could tell my dad that I think well first of all tell him hi and 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 I love him and then and then I I cherish him um but second of all I think that there is if if we could inhibit the chip uh, we could we could buy her time. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be a permanent solution, but it could help reduce uh, the symptoms and and get Soifangji up and moving again until the chip can be removed safely. Okay, Doctor White. Phoebe says hi, Daddy. Love you so much. Like cool. Um, and she also says that if there's a way to inhibit the chip for, uh, you know, a short period of time, we should be able to keep her kind of inhibit the chip for long enough that when we get Phoebe back up and running, she could do her thing and at least reduce some of the um, the effects of cyberpsychosis. Okay. Well, I will do my best. Um, I should have everything that I need here. And 
the the principles sound. The application is manageable, given my skill set. I, I should be able to do something for her. Like Phoebe says, it, it will not be permanent. It will not be a cure. It's it's min- simply a stall. Yeah. I. The only cure for the only cure for this is is getting it out of her head. Yeah, and um, hopefully within like a day or two we'll we'll be doing that. Yes, hopefully. Yeah, Candor Candor speaks up. Um, cause she's been kind of in the corner, uh, looking downcast the whole time, and she says, "I I want to stay here. I, I want to help Doctor White any way I can, and and I kind of want to be there when she wakes up." That that's a good call. I think you're the, the best candidate for that. So stay strong, Candor, and so I'll give her like a pat on the shoulder. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get Soy back to better soon. You better make sure Candor's completely safe if Sufungi wakes up. Oh yeah, I've got a I've got a pretty strong sedation syringe just just ready, inches away case something goes south and if things go south in a different way maybe the best way to do it is to hide behind that desk over there and just let soy fungi take care of it okay i I don't know but everybody stay safe we've been uh had kind of a a rocky couple last days all right abel you want to go pick up some guns with me not really but let's go yeah i kind of get your how you're feeling don't worry, it won't be that bad. This is going to be quick in and out. I hope. Psst. Over here. It's Gavin interrupting the action to bring you some ads. This is your opportunity to do some soul searching and ask yourself, am I supporting Roll Warriors on Patreon? If the answer is no, maybe consider changing that about yourself. 2022 is a great opportunity to do all those things you've been meaning to get around to, like subscribing for $5 a month to get exclusive bonus content and get to suggest the prompts for future bonus episodes like some sort of Roman emperor. Go to patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors to join the party with fellow patrons like Daniel Sittler, Billy Young, and James Beatty and tell us what entertains you. If becoming a patron isn't on your 2022 resolutions, maybe following Roll Warriors on Twitter is what you've been meaning to do. In that case, we'd love to hear from you and just vibe. Lastly, for those who keep thinking, boy, I sure wish I knew more about the cast and characters, you can visit our website at rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com. That's everything. Hope to be reading your name in the next episode. Uh, so I find you, you wake up, um, kind of bleary eyed. It's you're in kind of an unassuming, like therapist's office, which is weird. And you see Dr. White standing over you, uh, kind of like tinkering with your head and Candor's sitting in a chair in the corner and sees you wake up and goes, Oh, Hey, you're back. How, uh, how are you feeling? So Fungi just kind of sits up looks around, stares at Dr. White. (laughs) 
Uh, how did I get here? Where am I? Um, you're in the Donati's, uh, formerly the South Wharf Police Precinct. Um, they gave me a office here in the old therapist's office, so, um, yeah, apparently you, you went through some sort of psychotic break, and I installed kind of an inhibitor. What did you call me, Doc? I didn't, well, I didn't call you anything. I just, I said, explained what, what had happened to you. Um, your friends were worried, so they brought you to me, and I, I have, there's no easy way to say this, but, um, you, uh, without, without having your chip removed, uh, you do not have long. (laughs) Who has long for anything, anyway? Uh... I'm not sure what you did to me, but for now I won't kill you, Doc. And then Soifunji just gets off the table, gets up, starts walking towards Kander, and just sort of stands in front of her and looks at her. Uh, Kander's just gonna, like, kind of meekly hand you back your agent and also the uh, data chip. Good child. Sorry, snaps it back and immediately inserts it into my brain. So this data, this intel in uh, indicates that dark matter went missing in virtual around the shipping district monorail system. Um, evidently, like, you know, he was he was going after uh, Uticom for an, a different company. Um, and their location was further east of the station, uh, but that since the company dissolved 20 years ago, the building has been demolished. It's not there anymore. So, Dark Matter's body was not located here, uh, but this is where, you know, this is where his signal had bounced off of, and it kind of indicates, to you at least, to your trained understanding of how the net works that the monorail system is the best place to access the net um, to find his signal in virtual because if you can find his signal in virtual just like when you know you track down uh smoke right he he was bouncing off of a system and you were able to like track his his ip through that bouncing point, but it might be a little bit more complicated than that uh, because at the time that Dark Matter was operating, the open net was still a thing that existed. Okay, so he's on the open net. Yes. Looks like it's time for us to go home, Kander. And it looks like we just might be taking the train. (laughs) Kander's like, um, okay, what do we, what do we mean by that? That was spooky and ominous. It seems that Dark Matter has escaped the physical realm and we have to chase him into open network (laughs) 
where there are no rules. And Candor goes white and she's just like, she's like, um, you realize how dangerous the open net is, right? Like we could for real die. <laughs> That's dangerous to those that know fear. It's dangerous to those who aren't the best. <laughs> I'll enter open net space and I'll bend it to my will. And I will find Dark Matter, and he will give me the Hellfire deck. Don't worry, Candor. I don't expect you to be much help, but you can come along for the ride. Yes, well, I suppose it's good for one of us to have our head on straight. How about this? When I'm diving, I'll give you the honor of guarding my body. <laughs> um, I'm gonna dive with you. Are you sure you can handle it? I'm sh- I'm sure I think you'll need the help. <laughs> Kander. Kander, are you there? Yes. I I do need your help. I'm sorry. I can only hold on for just a little bit longer. Just bear with me. I promise, no matter who I am at any given moment, I won't hurt you, okay? Okay, I I trust you. (laughs) Was I convincing, child? (laughs) Are you sure you want to come along? And Candor stands up, like, kind of -of matter-of-factly, looks you in the eyes and says, Yes, I'm coming. (laughs) Good. Let us be on our way to becoming the most powerful debt runners (laughs) in the ladies. And then Sofundu just sort of storms out. And you just kind of hear Dr. White as you leave go, So um, you guys go back out front. There is now like a small caravan of um, three box trucks. And uh, two of them have um, people in them, have Donatis in them. Um, Colm is uh, in the lead one. And he'll get out and point to the one at the back. Say, uh, you guys could take that one. We'll drive there together, and then, uh, Saul, you'll do your magic and get us in. And then, once we clear out any defenses and get the doors open, we'll start loading up our stuff and leave you what's left. All right. Sound, pl- sound like a plan? Yeah, that's, that's good enough for me. It takes not very long uh, to get there. This The uh, PCP police precinct was on kind of the the like last street 
of this of the south wharf and just a couple of blocks north in the financial district is where this depot is the building itself it looks like a large ugly concrete cube the windows along the outside are thin slits five feet tall and the front door is a single reinforced metal door with a kiosk next to it and a turret above it and everyone pulls off to the side um two of two of the trucks kind of go around the, the back corner and uh everyone hops out and kind of waits off to the side while you do your thing so i'll like jump out and you know crack his knuckles and also look a little bit concerned but he'll try not to show it um and yeah he'll go up to the the front door and he'll find the the entry um panel per se and he will do the classic fingerprint registration while putting in his id card and also retinal scan yeah the the turret follows you the whole time um kind of just pointing straight at you uh but once you enter your credentials um the kiosk glows green and uh you hear the big metal door unlock and Saul kind of first wave up to the uh the camera and the turret and then he will take his um his ID out of the receptacle and wave back to Colm and Abel and everybody else and be like all right come on come on in you guys you know a couple of you go around the back and you know everybody else come on with me I'm going to walk in but position Colm to be between me and the fucking turret just like slow and I'm just going to lollygag just a smidge Five Donatis will come in with you, uh, and Calm, and the two of you. Uh, so there's eight people total. And uh, then once you enter, there is no main lobby or foyer or anything like that. Simply a long, stark hallway with a square ceiling light every 15 feet. Um, halfway down the hallway is another kiosk off to the left-hand side. It'll flash and prompt um, the user to select a purchase order from the list. All right, yeah, so we'll go through, and he will select not only a purchase order that he had placed a while back, but also um, he'll ask, Colm, what, do, you, do you have the exact uh, numberage for for the, the new order? I know we, we made it on the fly a little while ago. Uh, he, he pulls up his agent and he says, uh, here's the one, here, here are the ones that you've, uh, filled already. Um, I also have a list of the stuff that we, uh, are needing here today. Here, let me take a look at the stuff that we, we gotta get. And so we'll take a look at it and he will, he will look through, uh, the ordering system and see if he can't. Um, adjust in order that was already placed so that it ramps up to pretty much everything, you know, everything they need to get. All right. I will have you make a roll uh, accounting or bureaucracy. I think this one would may fall under accounting a little bit more just because it's actually like processing the order. But if it was something more along the lines of like talking to somebody like face to face, I would say it's maybe more bureaucracy. Yeah, they're both intelligence yeah. skills, nonetheless. So, I can see why I can see bureaucracy coming from like a logistical standpoint too. Mm. 
Uh, but if you if you have a better accounting skill, by all means. Yeah. So I rolled a seven plus accounting ten, so that's a seventeen all day. Um. Okay. Uh, you're entering the uh this new kind of fake order, um, and there's like one item um that doesn't register in the system uh and it and it locks okay this has not happened to me before and why is this doing this um so what kind of calms like is there a is there a problem it's trying to lock me out of the system for this one item and he'll Saul look down at like the the numbers does he recognize what they are like what the the action uh I mean, I mean, it's like a, it's it's a rare kind of like a, a vehicle, not not necessarily like a like a war vehicle, but like definitely like an armored, um, like flying car, kind of similar to the ones that like Sahara used to extract you, um, back it, uh, from the Kennedys. Mm. Yeah, and it's saying it's saying that it's not available in this location, and that is causing the computer to uh, freeze the order. Okay. All right. So this is the only thing that's not available here. Can you guys, do you guys think you can make it without the, that car, that vehicle? Like, cause I, I, I can tell you if you don't, if we don't take it here today, you guys probably have a good chance of yoinking one from um, Sahara. Oh, wait, are we, are we guys, are we coming with you on that? I I thought that was your thing. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Well, I mean, we could, on our out, we could probably get that as the vehicle leaving, you know? Well, Fidel won't be that happy about it, but if you guys, if you can promise me that that's what's going to happen, if you come back, if you come back to the Donatis with one of those from Sahara, it'll take a, lo- a little bit longer to strip it and uh, rip the credentials out, but it's better than nothing, I suppose. Yes, and I'll tell you if, if I'll give you the truth, man. If, uh, if we're not coming back with it, we're probably not coming back. So, yeah, I I expect to leave with it from Sahara. All right, man. I suppose that'll work. So Saul will go back in and he'll readjust the order to to do everything except for the flying car mobile. And, um, yeah. Uh, do you want me to roll another accounting roll? Um, uh, yeah, you can. Not as bad. Not as good. I rolled a six, so that's 16. Okay, well, that's okay. The The difficulty has lowered. Um, so, uh, yeah, this time the, the kiosk uh, flashes green, and um, you kind of hear, you hear several doors unlock at the same time. All right. All right, I know, I know that sound. Um, we got. We keep going down the hall. I would say go in groups of at least two each. Um, but yeah, they opened up new access chambers. Just be careful. Don't try to take anything that's not open and displayed. That will set off the security measures. Okay. And we don't want to be fucking around with the the, the kill bots. Yeah. Okay. So the ma- this depot has three large storerooms. Um, it looks like you, you can, it'll show you like on the, on the kiosk, like you are here. Uh, and, uh, the first storeroom is where they keep all military issue guns, ammunitions, and armors. Um, number 
Room number two is heavy explosives. Uh, this would like be anything larger than a grenade. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the final storeroom is a garage. Yeah, I guess Saul will just go with everybody and check like each room one by one just to make sure that everything has unlocked and everything's, you know, processing properly. Okay. Um, which room would you like to go in first? Uh, probably ammunition. Guns and ammunition. I, I think okay. I'll go in the exact order that you described them in. So, Because uh, I'm assuming it's guns and ammo, then heavy weaponry, then the garage at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not heavy weaponry. Heaven weaponry would be in this in this first Pardon? room. Yeah. Um, second room is like plastics, plastic explosives, uh, short range missile missiles, fission bombs, things okay. like that. So explosives then. Um, yeah. You know what? Saul will will walk past the, the room with the, the guns and, you know, signal a couple people to go in there and check everything out. He'll go straight to the explosives. OK. Um. I want you to make a perception check as you pass the first room. Okay. That would be... Let's roll this dice. Okay. Wow, I'm... I rolled a five. (laughs) Consecutive seven, six, five. All right, so then perception is uh, 12, so that's a 17. Okay, you, you see a fly buzz into this room out of somewhere... You don't know where this fly came from, um, but uh, and it goes to uh, the floor, the floor where it is promptly incinerated by a small bolt of electricity that shoots from the floor. Oh, uh, no. You can also you can also hear a low humming. sound. Uh, nobody go anywhere. Nobody go anywhere. Everyone stops. Um, Saul's going to grab like uh, a, I guess like a paperclip or something from his pocket. And he's gonna throw it on the floor in that room. Yeah, the uh, the the paperclip um, just hits the floor. What the fuck? Security systems. I I deactivated the security systems with my. Mm. Um, Saul's gonna go back to the kiosk and see if he can understand why the uh, security systems not is not deactivated. Um. Okay. Uh, give me a cybersecurity check. Okay. That would be just a 17. So you can see, um, you can see in the, uh, there are, each room has its own protective measures. Um, They are, they are still active and you can't tell why per se, uh, but you know that you as a Militech sales rep, um, should be safe all right um okay uh everybody form up like a line then i guess outside and i'll just hand off um i'll hand stuff off you guys start funneling it out to to uh outside but don't go in any of the rooms um i don't know why the the tech um why the security is it seems like they've upped it but i should be able to go through they have my dna on file so just um yeah i guess we'll just kind of like uh what the hell is it called like a a fireman line i guess a fire line we'll do that i guess i mean this this room kind of like the the electrical flooring kind of you can you can hear the hum like lessen when you when you take a step into the room you're not electrocuted (laughs) oh that's good oh that's very good okay 
All right. Um, and he'll start, you know, funneling them through that fire line. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes a, it takes a while, um, but it's, it's doable. Can Saul also kind of like, I, I mean, he, he obviously knows a little bit from like the, um, the looking at their files on what they're, what they got, but can he also kind of just deliberate what he thinks they're going to be doing with all these guns and weapons? Like based off of like the the ammo that they're getting, the weapons that they're getting, the explosives, stuff like that. It seems like they are gathering enough uh, munitions to attack some military target. Okay, that's probably not enough. Probably not enough for like a long a long conflict, but uh, definitely enough to to attack a single uh, fortified military target. Okay. Yeah. That is concerning, but you know. Um yeah. Saul's not gonna really worry about it too too much. They got their own shit. We got their own shit we gotta worry about. Saul will continue to do to do that and he'll he'll kind of follow the pattern in the next couple of rooms as well. But when he gets to the um garage You need to go to the second room first. Yeah. If you're gonna go in if you're gonna go in order, um there are uh cameras visible in this room. Saul will casually step in, or like, I guess gingerly step in with a foot and just see what happens. Uh, nothing, nothing happens when, when you step into the room. Um, I'll also note there's like a large, so all of the plastic explosives are, uh, lined on shelves in the middle of the room. Like all of the shelving is away from walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a large refrigerated blast-proof vault um, at the far end. Gotcha. Okay, so Saul will go to the far end first and grab the explosives that he needs out of the refrigerated location. They... Okay. You're going to carry a fission bomb by yourself? He'll start with the plastic explosives once he sees that it's a fission bomb. And he'll he'll start carrying him... What he's going to do is he'll carry it out of the room enough so that he turns the corner so the the cameras aren't facing him and he'll just tell everybody okay don't come anywhere near the door opening there are heavy cameras they are following me and i hope that they are just watching me and me alone after we get everything out of here um i will go alone to the garage and get what's in there but you guys are getting a fucking fission bomb Colm's like, yeah, I mean, we we kind of need that. Um, here's a thought. I've got my Militech security credentials. I could probably go in there with you and help you get that out. Yeah, the, let's try that. Just, um, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll need two people definitely carry it out at least. Fuck. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you and you and Colm come into this room. Um, he's kind of wearing, like, Militech security getup that he was wearing when uh you know he turned on you during that deal mm-hmm. <laughs> um and uh he's got his badge prominently displayed uh, and the two of you go into the refrigerated do- vault and and grab the fission bomb it's heavy uh but it you you can manage it between the two of you um and kind of slowly get it out of the room mm. okay and then after they kind of go around the uh, the corner, Saul will have somebody else grab it 
his spot, and then he'll tell Abel, just be like, uh, just go out with them if Abel, I'm gonna go, Abel, I'm gonna go, um, to the garage. I think I'm the only one that can get in there at the moment. Okay. I don't want to get shot up the butt. Yeah, I don't want that either. I, I think we want to try to avoid that if able. <laughs> you get it? Is that all you got? Oh, fuck. Oh, shit, I'm outplayed by my own game. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Then able. Uh, I... No, I got nothing. Saul will just walk to the garage. Uh, So this garage is where they keep all the assault vehicles and octotreads. There are two armored vans one armored hover car uh, and an octotread. Looks to be an older model and has been out of circulation for a couple of years. Mm. It's it's outfitted with a cockpit as well as a remote controller. Ooh, I like that. Um, okay, so according to the order sheet, I'm assuming all the, the vehicles you just described are the ones that Saul will need to take. Essentially. Yes. Okay. So Saul's going to open up the large back garage door and he'll put in a security code that will keep it open for like 10 minutes or so. And he'll start wheeling out the armored vehicles first and leaving the octotreads can you, for the last. Mm-hmm. Can you make a, another security check tech oh, sure. roll for that, yeah. please? Okay. That great. Um, 15. Okay. So yeah, he'll just try to give it a, a good time horizon. Um, and he'll do his best to get all like the, uh, the armored vehicles out first, and then he'll go back for the octo treads. All right. When the doors open, um, the, you see there's like the Donatis have the, have pulled the trucks around to the mm-hmm. back and out of the ventilation system, you can hear some noise and it just takes this it sounds like a swarm of like angry insects um and out of the vents uh come what you have known to be referred to as a blood swarm oh fuck everybody in vehicles now 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 and Saul will run as fast as he fucking can to try to get into the um the octotread okay I guess I'm following Saul. You're going to follow Saul? Okay. Unless the situation looks like there's a better option. But I'm not sure what my options are at the moment. Well, would you be out with like the cars with the rest of the Donatis at the moment? Yeah, I guess I'm going to jump in the nearest vehicle, which is probably not going to be Saul. Yeah, well, one of the... um, do the, do the armored vehicles have any like weapons attached to the outside of them? Or like turrets? Uh, Yeah, there's a... There, there are like, um, like Gauss cannons on both of them. Yeet. Get you in that one of those Gauss cannon fucking turrets. So here's what happens: the Donatis jump into, uh, into the trucks, and and close the doors and roll up the windows, and um, this red swarm of tiny, like robot insects 
starts to kind of swarm around those trucks and you can see it kind of start to seep into the cracks in the vehicles. Saul's going to start waving to them like wildly while running like, go, 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 get out of here. Uh, Yeah, it is not quick enough for uh, the lead truck. Um, they, they start to pull out uh, and the the swarm, you could see it make it inside of the cabin with uh, the two Donatis inside. And in just a few seconds, uh, they, like, explode. Question, does Saul know if these are, like, biological entities or are they more like nanobots? They are, they are remote automated insects. So you, you, you are, they are, yeah, nanobots, essentially. And you can see there's a there's a kiosk in this room. Fuck. Uh, yeah. I guess Saul will change his direct trajectory and run to the kiosk and try to shut off all of that if able. Uh, the other the other car has started to just kind of try to shoot. Uh, the they they saw what happened to the first the first uh truck, and they're now just kind of all shooting, um, their guns at the swarm which is it's there's there's like little holes that are that form but there, there's millions of these things so i was gonna scream and he's as he's like running and just say like use electric use electric weapons emps okay and call calm he he pulls out a taser that's <laughs> <laughs> all he's got better than nothing, uh, I guess. and he's he's trying to tase um they are also the swarm is also starting to move towards uh abel uh, what are my options, Doc? Well, there are there are two armored vans, this armored hover car, an octo tread, and three trucks. One now filled with the blood of uh, exploded folks. Um, the second truck is is being kind of defended, attempted to be defended by these Donatis, uh, and there's millions of of. Swarming blood swarm, um, kind of all all around everything. So they got into the truck. They got into they a truck. Did. They got into the truck through kind of the ventilation shafts, through you know cracks. However, I guess I should try to get into an armored van. All right, give me a um, an athletics to just kind of run as fast as you can. Roll the ten with nice. three, and that would be just a simple twenty-four. Damn. Uh, yeah, twenty-four. So, um, you you take off at at uh, high speeds. Uh, a couple of the swarm kind of get on you, um, and you can you can sort of like feel pricks as they as they cut into your skin um and like your arm starts to feel numb almost if almost as if like uh the arteries are being clogged oh, uh, gross. but yeah you you can you make it to this armored tr- armored car and like thrust the door open uh and dive inside and close it behind you um and this and suddenly like the, the entire window your your entire view is is just red uh, and like the buzzing and and kind of tapping of these things trying to get in is is 
all around you. Tapping at my chamber door. Saul? Uh, I know he can't hear me, but I'm just going to yell for him. And I'm going to activate pea brain so that, like, pea brain, eat whatever comes in. <laughs> pea brain's just, like, hopping around. There, are, This armored car, it has, it, it is kind of more, like, airtight than those, than the, the, the box trucks. Um, and so, but there are still, like, a couple of gaps and, like, a few of the swarms start to filter in. And yeah, Pea Brain is just like going to town, chomping down on a couple and like zapping others with its like little taser. Uh, Saul, what are you doing? Saul's running to the, the um, kiosk and trying to do whatever the fuck he can. This this has obviously never happened. And the first thing he thinks about is this is a trap. Somebody set them up, especially considering that two people with the proper credentials shouldn't have set off the uh, security system like this. So yeah, he's going to try to do another um, cyber security role. Oh, he did not go to ITT tech. Uh, that's a 13. Yeah. Um, you start like trying to bypass the, the security measures of these, of this blood swarm. Um, uh, you notice that uh, you are not being uh, attacked by the swarm at all. Uh, they they seem to be completely ignoring you. Um, but like you can see, you're able to get to a a, a screen um, with an with a shut off, uh, but it has a timer, and the timer is like two minutes. Uh. Salt doesn't understand it. He's going to try to do whatever he can to, to, I don't know, to shut that off as soon as possible. Give me another okay. one, um, this time with a negative two, because you're acting under, oh. like, extreme stress. That would be an 11, then. I rolled a three. Uh, yeah, so the, this this timer is still just counting down. Uh, it, it says blood swarm deactivation will commence in T minus 145. 144, 143. Saul's gonna then run, I guess, to the um to Octotread, try to jump in and see if there's any sort of like EMP based weaponry. Uh okay. Yeah, um give me an athletics roll, because it's gonna you're gonna have to kind of climb up into this thing. It's it's offline uh and it is like hooked up to the wall. Nice. Okay. Okay. That is an eight, so that's a seventeen altogether. Nine plus seven. Or sorry, nine plus eight. Okay. The cockpit thing, it's 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 a little stuck. It hasn't been used in a while. Um so you're like trying to you know jam jam this thing open. Mm-hmm. Um uh, meanwhile, uh you you could look over and you see uh another one of the uh Donatis who just kind of cut and run to try to to try to flee has just become like bloody pulp on the sidewalk. Um and the others are like desperately just like shooting and and swatting and and doing all they can to keep the uh the swarm at bay um abel you are you're in this 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 van and like the the buzzing is still just kind of deafeningly loud um and and pea brain is starting to get uh kind of overwhelmed by the number of bots um that are breaking through uh, what are you doing? Anything else? 
I guess I want to try to start the vehicle and see if I can drive. Farm it. Farm it uncontrollably. What? And, um, I mean, does this have any sort of weaponry that I can use? Um, I mean, you see the, you see the Gauss cannon controls, uh, in, in front of you. What is a Gauss cannon? It is kind of like a mortar, um, but it's just like a, a mortar with a, a directed, instead of being like, lo- you know, lobbed, it's, it's fired straight at, straight out. Well, that's not going to do me much good against this fucking four robots. And are we, we closed in right now? Uh, are you closed in, or is everyone Are closed we, like, in? Are we, in the garage closed in, or can I drive out of the building? Uh, the garage door is open. I'm gonna try to drive out of the garage. Give me a drive land vehicles roll. Cool, uh, what's the base stat two. for that? That, the base stat is reflex. Could I instead use my evasion skills? Why? Because I am trying to evade this situation, and (laughs) (laughs) by driving by driving um but mainly with an emphasis i'll just roll the dice oh another net okay another (laughs) 10 and a four all right reflex that'll be 22 okay minus two for extreme stress so 20 20 um yes okay so you are able to uh, hey. you're able to drive um, this this thing. It at first you can't see anything because of how condensed the swarm is around you. But as you start to give it gas, um, you can kind of see through the the gaps a little bit, and you're able to not kill anybody while driving through uh, the two trucks. Holy shit! I'm learning shit. Maybe I'll get my learners permit after this situation. I obviously need to learn how to drive a vehicle. Yeah, one of these days. Um, all right, Saul. Uh, the the cockpit finally um, opens to this to this uh, octo tread, and you can get inside. Oh shit! Okay, let's see if I remember how to use one of these fuckers. Um, Saul so will will start playing around with the controls and try to. Uh, find the uh, the emp pulse or well the em pulse i guess and uh he wants to move the octotread out far enough that he gets all of the uh the swarm within the pulse even if it does kind of like turn off the uh the vehicles for a little bit okay um so what this is gonna be it's not actually this thing doesn't have like an emp built into it but what it does have is kind of an electrical shield. Um, and so you you surmise that if you turn on the shield and then kind of push it over, uh, like into overdrive or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you, you can kind of like burst it uh, and, and, and push it out of you with enough enough effect to to catch the swarm. Um uh, but it's not going to be a big uh, that far out of the outside of the octo tread, so th- he, there's a possibility you won't catch everything in the the, the pulse. So yeah, so I will go ahead and do that. Do you want me to? What kind of roll would that be? Would that be like a, a tech roll, or would that be? Hmm, I'm not sure what roll that would be. <laughs> um, let me go with. 
land vehicle tech. <laughs> okay. Because it says skill of repairing and maintaining vehicles that move on land. But I could also see... I could also see it being used to er, as a as a catch-all for doing shit with land vehicles that's not in the instruction manual. Okay. I'm down with that. So, yeah, doing something with it that's not it designed its in, intended purpose. Okay, so that is... I have an 8 to that ability plus a 6, so 14. 14. Um, yeah, you do this little sh- you do this little shield burst, uh, and it looks like you caught maybe forty percent of the uh, of the swarm. Um, the rest are still kind of targeting people. Phoebe's just like, we got to be a bigger target somehow. Saul will open up the um, the the chamber, and he's gonna try to whip his uh, identi- like his ID card out, like on the ground. Okay, so you open the cockpit, you take your ID D badge off. And throw it to the ground, and suddenly every uh, every bot that is n- that was attacking other people is going to shoot in your direction. Saul slams the fucking um, the the uh, cockpit closed as fast as possible, and then like puts on the uh, the blast shields. All right, uh, yeah, give me another uh, one of those land vehicle tech rolls. I've not gotten a 10 at all tonight, but my rolls have all been decent. That's a 9, so a 9 plus 8 is 17. Okay. This time, the th- as soon as like the the swarm starts kind of like biting at the at the octo tread, you, you can start like they crowd your uh vision like they did with Abel. Um and you hit this this shield thing again. Uh and this time kind of everything around you suddenly just drops to the ground. So I was going to like sit in the cockpit for a moment and just like breathe. And then take another like minute or two. And he's not going to move until like somebody probably like taps on the glass or something. Yeah. Abel, what are you doing? So my swarm has already has like left me. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, everything charged at Saul when he took his his badge off. And I'm going to slam on the brakes, throw it in reverse, and back up, but without putting my foot on the gas. I'm just going to just, like, put it in reverse and let it just back up on its own. Calm is going to, like, kind of stomp up to uh, the Octotread and look up and be like, what the fuck was that? When Saul starts to hear that, he'll, he'll you know, r- remove the, the cockpit and he'll poke his head out. Somebody set up a fucking trap for us, man. That's possible. Those, those those systems aren't even supposed to be here. That shit's for guarding. That's the shit that we release when people try to take the fucking nukes out when they're not allowed to. Not fucking cars. We had clearance for the nukes. We had clearance for every fucking else in there. We had clearance for these cars, too. Somebody set up a fucking trap to get us. I, I hate to say it, but I think... I don't know if we can get... If I or you can get weapons anymore, man, I think they I think we're compromised. Well, it's possible I am at the very least. I mean, the the other security measures didn't seem to want to have anything to do with you until you ripped your badge off. Quick thinking, by the way, I appreciate that. Uh, The rest of my guys who are still alive, 
the three of them appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they were gunning for me too. So, <sighs> fuck. I, I wasn't careful enough. I wasn't up. careful enough. I must not have been. I, I scouted this place out a couple weeks ago. Maybe they installed these measures after I left. I I don't think it's just you. I've been hearing rumblings from um from Militech. They they know some shit's going down in Pilates, and I think they're I think they're ramping everything up. Well, no shit. We were selling them fucking nuclear uh, power for bombs. Are the rest of the are the rest of the vehicle? I I know you some of you guys are fucked up, but what's what's the head count of people who are alive and you know machinery? I know I saw Abel. Oh wait, wait there she is. <laughs> We're just gonna slam on the brake. So I was gonna like stand up with the cockpit all the way opened up, and he's gonna yell at the the truck that's like casually slowly backing up. Abel, you alive? Abel? I'm just gonna tumble out of the, the vehicle and like let it continue backing up into the wall. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I learned okay, how to drive. Okay, okay. Wait, you didn't know how to fucking drive? I have no clue what I'm doing. Ever, man. How'd you ride a motorcycle? Oh god. Oh. Very poorly. Oh. Very poorly. I have zero oh. ability when it comes to vehicles. Manipulating people, I can do that. Manipulating um, cars, no, not so much. Saul's gonna have a little bit of like an internal panic. Uh, of all the crazy shit they've gone through, I think knowing that one of his friends barely knows how to operate vehicles and or just vehicles in general has have, you know, sets him on edge a, a tiny tad bit. You were supposed to be the normal one. You were supposed to be the normal one, Abel. Oh, oh fuck. I'm going to run back. Put the car in, in park. <laughs> I'm assuming you do like the the shitty thing too, where you put like a fucking brick on the the um brake instead of actually just putting it in park. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing that I could. do. Thanks for the tips, all man. See, I knew I was gonna learn so many things from you. It's so much easier than just like. And then if I carry a brick, I can toss it at somebody too. That's great. You, you know, you able you you do you, um, Colm, I think you should have somebody else drive that. Uh, well, I was gonna lo- I was gonna load them up into the flatbeds. Um, that that's even better idea. We'll take the okay. we'll take those vans back. Uh, let's see. Shit, we got four people. All right, I have two people for the to drive the the flatbed trucks. I can load the the hover car into one and all the explosives into the other, and then have the other two drive those vans back. Um. That tread's yours. Uh, whatever we didn't take in here is yours, obviously. We'll leave that last truck for you guys to take back. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just glad it wasn't Fidel that he that came uh, with you guys, because I, I gotta say, he, he's, he's less amenable than when uh, to Cabrones who get his men killed. Oh, I'm not looking to get anybody fucked up. You know that. I think somebody said something up for us so just be careful in the future about this stuff man yeah will do i probably shouldn't be undercover in militech anymore i think they're gonna get a lot lot more strict with uh how they go about doing stuff so i I agree all right well i'll see you guys and he all right loads up the rest of the 
the equipment and divvies up who's doing what, who's driving what, and they all peel out and leave you okay. with a an empty box truck um, and a warehouse now mostly empty of weaponry, but you've got an octo tread. Um, you can kind of see on the telemetry of this thing, it's half charged. Um, it'll run for about an hour. So I'm gonna let you try. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a um, that's a good idea. Yeah, if you wanted to give me like a, you could give me like a basic tech roll as well, Saul. Okay. Do do. Sixteen plus rolled a six, so that'd be twenty-two. Okay, so twenty-two. Um, you can now that you've got more time to kind of inspect this thing. Um, you know that this model uh, of Octotread it takes an expensive battery. They run on the standard market about two million euro bucks a piece, um, and this thing is useless after it loses its charge. So that's one of the reasons this model was kind of abandoned. Um, but yeah, you basically have um, an hour of runtime with this thing for when you need it, and if it's manual op- manually operated, you can extend that by fifteen minutes. Okay. As well, I'll just kind of say just a, a blanket term um you guys within reason now will just be able to have anything you need if you're like i want a gun that kills god i will be like no that's not a thing that was in this warehouse but explosives munitions um this giant fucking gundam are all available uh for use 